Welcome to the 2024 season for Explore Yellowstone Like a Local, the number one podcast for Yellowstone and Grand Teton National Parks and home to the top-rated guidebook of the same name. And I'm your author as well as your host for this and all the other podcasts and now YouTube videos, Teddy Garland. And this podcast is to introduce our brand new YouTube videos to you guys. And we're going to go over all of these brand new YouTube videos that we are publishing right now for you guys. You guys can have a great trip to Yellowstone National Park. And these YouTube videos will help you guys decide if you want to purchase a guidebook for your Yellowstone Park vacation. And the guidebook has been called the best guidebook ever written for Yellowstone Park, a must-have for any trip to Yellowstone, and even the Bible for Yellowstone National Park. So if you guys were thinking about getting a guidebook for your Yellowstone vacation and you want some more information about that, you can watch these YouTube videos and kind of see what you're going to get when you guys purchase a guidebook and the premise of the guidebook, how it works and all that stuff. We're going to kind of gloss over these YouTube videos, but you guys can go back on there and watch these and they're really great. Lisa's done a great job posting some great pictures and videos on there for you guys. You guys can see what I'll get you to with a purchase of that guidebook. All right, so let's get started. I'm going to let this music roll out a little bit because this actually has something to do with one of the videos we're getting ready to talk about here in a second. And this is none other than my favorite band of all time, Tool, led by none other than Maynard James Keenan, who will appear in one of those videos you guys are going to watch. Yes, and true to those lyrics right there, I do have a lot to say about Yellowstone National Park. And so let's talk about what uh, Maynard James Keenan has to do with one of the YouTube videos you guys can watch. And that happens to be our monthly drawing. And so how this works is we now have a drawing at the first of week of every month for everybody that bought a guidebook the month before. And what we're going to give away are basically prizes like t-shirts and caps and trucker hats like we have on our website to you guys. Or we're going to give away a gift certificate to a restaurant that we talk about in the guidebook. Or we're going to give away admission to the Museum of the Yellowstone, which is unbelievable. And I tell that great story about Snaggletooth the Bear that's in there stuffed. Man, he attacked my Aunt Roslyn's car when I was a little kid out there at the dump and tore that car apart and all that kind of stuff. But the Museum of the Yellowstone right there in West Yellowstone is unbelievable. It's not to be missed. If you guys get a chance to go in there, go in there. Or the Grizzly Discovery Center. We're going to give admission to the Grizzly Discovery Center for a family of four and just stuff like that. And we're going to have a monthly drawing every month for everybody who purchases a guidebook, either electronically or paperback form. And we're going to put your name in a hat and then we're kind of had fun with these drawings. And for the month of January, we had a drawing for a $50 gift certificate to Hank's Chop Shop right there in West Yellowstone, which is a great restaurant. It's one of my go-to restaurants there in town. It's run by my good friends, Lex. Lexi and Nick, and uh, who are generational locals right there in West Yellowstone. They serve good food, good drinks, and they have a big outdoor patio out there, and your kids can go across the street in the West Yellowstone Park and play around with the other kids and give you guys a break while you guys are getting out of Yellowstone Park. You guys can sit down there and have a nice glass of wine or a cocktail or something and keep your eye on your kids over there playing in the park with all the other kids, and then once the food shows up, you can whistle them over there and they come over there and you guys have a nice dinner right there. And we gave away a $50 gift certificate and the winner was Jeremy Perchinski from Pennsylvania. And we mailed that off to him just the other day. And so he's going to have a nice free dinner right there at Hank's Chop Shop from yours truly. And we had none other than Maynard James Keenan assist in the drawing of that gift certificate to Hank's Chop Shop for you guys. Yeah, Maynard James Keenan kind of showed up and helped us out a little bit right there on that video right there. So that's pretty cool. So 
That's the way these new YouTube videos will work, and we'll keep publishing these monthly drawings, of course, every month for you guys, who wins the next prize that we're going to have for you guys. And you guys got to remember, these YouTube videos don't have anything to do with the private YouTube page that we've got for you guys in the back of the guidebook. And for those of you that just might be catching on, this might be the first podcast you've ever listened to in your life, and I've got about 20-odd podcasts out there, we have a QR code in the back of every guidebook, and when you scan that QR code, that opens up our private YouTube page, which gets you to the single largest library of videos ever compiled for Yellowstone and Grand Teton National Parks. And those private YouTube videos are associated with the guidebook. So as you're reading along in the guidebook and you hear me talking about something in the guidebook that sounds interesting to you, you'll see a little YouTube icon next to that video. You can scan that QR code, open up that private YouTube video page, and go to that item and actually see me standing in front of that item explaining it to you guys so you guys can actually see a video of that item to see if you guys want to make that part of your yellow Stone Park vacation. So that's how that private YouTube videos work. While these YouTube videos we're talking about in this podcast are just some fun things you guys can look at to see if you guys want to purchase a guidebook to see how cool everything is that we talk about in the guidebook so you guys can see some real cool videos and pictures and stuff that we've got as I kind of gloss over the items that are in the guidebook for you guys. So, all right, and so let's talk about the next set of videos for you guys. And that was a Valentine's video that we shot. And I had some help on that one. So uh, let's talk about the Valentine's video next, and then we'll start getting into the National Park videos. Speaking of prizes, if somebody can tell me who actually sings that song, I would give them a prize, that's for sure. But uh, yeah, I thought I'd throw some more appropriate Valentine's music in there since we're getting ready to talk about our Valentine's video. And uh, yeah, you guys should back up and listen to the lyrics in that song. They're really, really good. But uh, anyway, so yeah, we shot a Valentine's video and I kind of thought of the idea, you know, what better gift to give your Valentine's than the uh, gift of Yellowstone National Park. Park. You know, as opposed to giving a dozen flowers, you're going to be dead in about three or four days. You guys can get a guidebook and hand it to your little missus right there and uh, give her the gift of Yellowstone National Park. So, and we actually have had a lot of people purchase that. And you guys got to remember also, I write a personal note to everybody that buys a guidebook, and I've had a number of you guys kind of give me some instructions on what you guys would like me to write to somebody. And uh, I mean, we had one to Her Majesty and all this kind of fun stuff. So yeah, I had fun with it. You guys have fun with it and I have fun with it too. So Valentine's Day is obviously right around the corner. So, but these YouTube videos will stay up there for, you know, the years to come. So it'd be kind of fun. It'll kind of catch on to Valentine's all the time. So, but anyway, I also had some Valentine's video help from my long lost cousin, Freddie, and who everybody actually assumed was dead, including yours truly here. And so, but Freddie has shown back up and I have talked about my Cousin Freddie in numerous podcasts. He was just a hellion back in the day. He has gotten a little older and a little wiser, and so he has been living off the grid, so to speak, uh, is what he says. I personally think he was living off the grid until the statute of limitations ran out on a few things, but he has since 
resurfaced. And so if you guys will pull up that Valentine's video, I am on there talking about giving away a guidebook. And then my cousin, Freddie, who popped up out of the wild blue yonder, also helps in that video. And he's actually pretty funny. So you guys can take a look at that uh, new YouTube Valentine's video. And uh, of course, you can give the gift of Yellowstone Park to your loved one at any time. It doesn't have to be on Valentine's Day. So, but anyway, that's a good fun video. And we obviously need to keep sharp knives away from Freddie, as you guys will see in that video. So, Let's get started with the in the park videos and I'll kind of explain how they work and all that here in a second, but we're gonna to listen to some more fun music right quick. And again, if somebody can tell me who's actually singing these songs, I might shoot you guys a free t-shirt or something like that. So, uh, all right, here we go. you guys buy a guidebook you're going to say one step ahead of all the crowds in the park that's for sure so first things first let me discuss how these youtube videos work and what they encompass and everything else so in the guidebook you guys are going to see a chapter in the guidebook like geyser day old faithful grand and all the rest and it takes all day to go watch geysers go off and all the information to do that, where you park, how to go get the predicted times, where all the geysers are, which geysers are your priority, which how, when you need to be sitting in front of them based on their predicted times and all that. All that information, how to work the geyser basin, is in the guidebook. However, in the guidebook also, there's a list of podcasts you can listen to if you want some more information about the roads you're going to be driving on getting to the Old Faithful Geyser Basin, you don't have to listen to those podcasts because all the information you need to work the Geyser Basin and have a great day watching geysers go off is in the guidebook. The podcast basically gets you to your one-day adventure, and it just enables me to tell you guys some fun stories and things on there. And in these YouTube videos that we are now publishing for you guys, we kind of combine those podcasts. The podcasts have are longer. They have more information and more stories in them. But in these new YouTube videos, we're actually able to show you guys some real cool videos of the roads you'll be driving on getting to the geyser basin and stuff like that. So these new YouTube videos kind of combine those podcasts together in a shortened version and kind of take the highlights out, but it enables me to put in some cool stuff like an elk bugling and things like that. You can actually see an elk bugle as opposed to hearing it on that podcast or me talking about it in the guidebook. So that's how these YouTube videos work. So, And the first one I want to go over with you guys is one I mentioned at the start of every one of the podcasts, and that is the introduction to explore Yellowstone like a local, which I tell everybody to go listen to if you guys wanted some more information about how the guidebook works, my family history, some of the highlights in the guidebook and all that. So we kind of glossed over that in the YouTube video called Introduction to Explore Yellowstone Like a Local. So let's talk about that one next. I thought I'd change up the music for you guys. This is off one of my favorite movies of all time. Clavo mi remo en el agua Llevo tu remo en el mío Creo que he visto una luz Al otro lado del río Yeah, what he's talking about on there is how cool Explore Yellowstone like a local is. I get you guys some really cool stuff in Yellowstone and Grand Teton National Park. 
works. <laughs> All right, so the first YouTube video I want to talk to you guys about, and I mentioned this at the start of all the other podcasts, is the introduction to explore Yellowstone like a local. And in that YouTube video, I go over how the guidebook works, how it breaks the enormous size of Yellowstone Park down into manageable bites or areas that you can easily and enjoyably visit in a single day, how easy it is to self-guide your family or your group through the through Yellowstone Park, and then I next get into my family history in Yellowstone Park, which dates back to about 1912, and how the first photograph we can find is in 1919. And then also in that video, we bring up these two pictures that were hand-painted photographs by a gentleman named Harrison C. Crandall that were done all the way back in 1922, a full five years before Grand Teton National Park even existed. And it shows my granddad Fred in front of the Grand Tetons and the Snake River with a bunch of fish in a creel. And then it shows my family camping on the shores of Lake Solitude way up in the Grand Teton peaks up there. And those two pictures were in the guidebook, but we also put them in this YouTube video for you guys so you guys can see how far back my family history goes up there. And for you guys that are just catching on to all this, you know, we've been going up there for well over 100 years. I've been in Yellowstone Park thousands of times, and, you know, I dump all of that family knowledge of going in Yellowstone and Grand Teton National Park thousands of times by my father and then he passed all of it on to me and then I'm passing it all over to you guys in the form of that guidebook. And I am known as one of the most foremost authorities on Yellowstone National Park. So, and it's just that family history of us going up there for well over a hundred years. So, and then we also throw a bunch of cool videos of bears in there, waterfalls. I guess get you guys to geysers going off all over the place. And and then we uh, I talk about information about planning your Yellowstone vacation and how you guys can save thousands of dollars on your flights and your lodging and dining and all that kind of stuff. And and we also go over in that video, the uh, suggested itinerary section for you guys, for newbies going into Yellowstone Park, how that suggested itinerary section works. And we go over the rating system, how the rating system in the guidebook works, how great something is to see if it has a happy face rating of five. It is not to be missed on any trip to Yellowstone Park, but we also discuss how difficult it is to get things. If it has a difficulty rating of one, then it's very, very easy to get to, and if it has a difficulty rating of five, then it's very difficult to get to. So if you've got something that has a happy face rating of only one or two and a difficulty rating of four or five, that means it's really not worth going to see, and it's also very difficult to get to, so it kind of helps you plan a really good Yellowstone Yellowstone Park vacation, and, and you guys avoid some of the dud things that are in Yellowstone National Park. For example, Norris Geyser Basin falls into that dud category for me, for sure. And then also, we would go over in that video that QR code in the back. But uh, you guys watch that video. There's some fabulous videos of these geysers and stuff. You guys are going to see them that are generally been limited to our private YouTube page, but we just put snippets of these geysers going off in this. YouTube video for you guys. So that's kind of the first YouTube video I wanted to discuss with you guys. And the next one is the section of road you guys will be driving on a lot, and that is from the West Gate to Madison Junction and then Madison Junction down to Old Faithful. And in the podcast listed in the guidebook for you guys to listen to, if you want some more information on the road you're going to drive down, you would listen to the podcast Westgate to Madison Junction and then Madison Junction down to Old Faithful. But I kind of combined those two into the shortened version for this new YouTube video for you guys. And you guys are going to see some real cool stuff on here like an elk bugling right next to the road, and you guys are going to hear that eerie cry. And I tell you guys when you guys need to visit Yellowstone Park if you want to see something really cool like that. So that's the video we're going to talk about next, and that is covering all the way from West Yellowstone Gate to Madison Junction and the Madison Junction right down to Old Faithful. So, so let's talk about that YouTube video next. I 
let that offer stand as well. Anybody can tell me who that is. I will uh, throw them a free t-shirt or something. So <laughs> anyway, yeah, so let's get into all the way from West Yellowstone at the West Gate to Madison Junction and the Madison Junction to Old Faithful. And remember that YouTube video is just a quick gloss over. So I'm just going to kind of gloss over what's in that YouTube video here. But if you want a lot of information about the roads you're driving on getting to the Old Faithful area, then listen to those two podcasts. But remember, the videos and these podcasts stop once you get to the Old Faithful area and the guidebook takes over. So in that new YouTube video, we go over the West Gate and show kind of a picture of the West Gate. We discuss you know when you should go into the park and that planning your Yellowstone vacation chapter in the guidebook, and we show a you know, foot of snow on the ground, which is about the norm the first few weeks the park opens up and why you don't want any part of Yellowstone Park the first three weeks it's open or the last couple of weeks it's open in the fall. And all that information's in the planning your Yellowstone vacation chapter in the guidebook. We throw you guys some pictures in there so you guys can see how much snow's on the ground. You guys got to remember, the summers are really, really short up in Yellowstone country and the winters are really, really long. So you guys got to remember that, but all that information in the planning your Yellowstone vacation chapter in the guidebook. So, but we do show you a uh, video of the entrance of the West Gate, and then we get in the gate. We talk about different things like Christmas Tree Alley and all that stuff, and then we get to the Seven Mile Bridge, and I discuss a panoramic picture for you guys, and actually show you guys one of those really cool panoramic pictures taken from that bridge and that Kodak back in the day used to promote that panoramic camera of theirs worldwide and then we also show a picture about how the elk and the bison kind of congregate on the far side of that first meadow and how you should avoid that first big parking area on your right that everybody seems to stop at because they see animals way over there, but that's just too far away. So if they're not just right there by the road, I tell you guys how to just skip on by because they're going to be on up the road, really close to the road here in a second. And then we go by Mount Haynes. I'll show you guys a picture of Mount Haynes. You guys can see right through there and how that is the spot where you're entering the Yellowstone Caldera. And we kind of show that in that video. And then we actually have a video of driving down the road and then getting to the second meadow and there's a bunch of bison out there and then um, we have some elk videos elk bugling videos in there for you guys so you guys can actually see an elk bugle he's kind of chasing around the girls and he does that crazy eerie cry a couple of times right through there and then we discussed national park mountain and the story of the three brothers and you guys can actually see a video of National Park Mountain and the area I tell you guys to pull over at in the guidebook and then the Three Brothers Peaks over there and uh, how uh, how that story is instrumental in getting Yellowstone Park named the world's first national park like no other story out there. And there's no plaques or markers or anything else. I've just known this story since I was a little kid about the three brothers that were the third, fourth, and fifth white men to venture into Yellowstone Park. And you're not going to find that story in any other guidebook out there because a lot of people just simply don't know about it, but I've known about it since I was a little kid because my dad told me. And so it's really cool. I can't drive through the park and not see somebody pulled over with one of my guidebook out there with, you know, eight or 10 or a dozen or 20 people out there all crowded around listening to the story of the three brothers out of the guidebook. And, and it's really cool. It's a really great story. And everybody that's listening to this podcast should hear the story of the three brothers, especially people that are interested in the history of Yellowstone National Park, because it is one of the keys in getting Yellowstone Park named a national park. And then we turn right at Madison Junction and we head down towards Old Faithful and we show you guys some really cool pictures and videos in there. And we discuss how the Gibbon River is the longest continuous river in the United States and how it swings around and all that yada yada. And so then we take all the drives. We do the Firehole Canyon Drive and we look at one of the more recent lava flows and how you're only looking at about 200 feet of it and 600 feet of it's underground and, you know, all kinds of stuff. And, but the guidebook tells you where to park to see that kind of stuff. And then we go up and do see the Firehole Swimming Area and there's an entire swimming and hot potting chapter in the guidebook and that little swimming and hot potting chapter in my guidebook has become the gold standard for swimming and hot potting and yellow 
Yellowstone National Park because the main swimming areas have been closed. And you'll go by that uh, fire hole swimming area, but it's only been open for a few weeks in the last five years. And supposedly an osprey nest is there now. And so that's going to keep it from getting opened up for the next foreseeable future. So who knows? But all you need to do if you guys want to do some swimming and hot potting in Yellowstone Park is buy my guidebook because, baby, I swam in them all. And we put some great videos of of you guys swimming and hot potting in these places in Yellowstone Park. People getting underneath a thermally heated waterfall or getting into a hot pot and all that stuff. You guys can see those videos on there too. And they're just snippets of the full videos that are on our private YouTube page. And then we get up to all the sites and all the turnoffs and all of the different areas in the drive leading from Madison Junction down to Old Faithful. And But it's just a quick gloss over of all the areas, just snippets of pictures and videos for you guys getting down to the Old Faithful area. You know, we swing over to Firehole Lake Drive. We have a video of great fountain guys who are erupting over there. And you guys got to remember some of the stuff that's obscure to you guys is second nature to me. But great fountain guys are graced the cover of the park map that they hand you when you go through the gate for almost 50 years. That's how cool Great Fountain is. But, you know, it's not on there anymore, and hardly anybody knows about Great Fountain, but Great Fountain's incredible. And uh, we're going to show you guys a quick video of it right through there, and and then we're going to zoom on down. We're going to, you know, talk about Grand Prismatic, the most photographed largest pool on planet Earth. But then I'm also going to tell you guys the story about how I found the second largest pool on planet Earth, and it's in a secret backcountry geyser basin that is in the guidebook for you guys. And that you get up to this Rabbit Creek area and these beautiful big pools and there's just dozens of pools and mud pots and all that. And you're going to have the whole place to yourself while there's 25 or 30,000 people about three blocks away from you over at Grand Prismatic. But they just don't know it's there because they didn't buy a guidebook. And we show those pools to you guys in that video so you guys can see those. But you got to know where to park, where the trail is, and how to get back to them because it's, it's, you're not going to find it otherwise. So, But those pictures of those pools in these this youtube video for you guys it's really cool and then we get down to the biscuit basin area and we discuss all the fun things to do from biscuit basin and kind of gloss over these things but you know in the guidebook i'll tell you where they are and then so you guys can go find them all and then if you guys want to just go see riverside guys or go off and all that I'll tell you the quickest way to get to that which is not driving up to the old faithful area but in the guidebook, I tell you where you guys can access this trail to get you to Artemisia and Mirror Pool, Gym Pool, and all this stuff, and then get up to Riverside a lot faster than parking up the Old Faithful area and walking down with 5,000 people. On this trail, you might be walking with five people, but we give you a glimpse of that trail in that YouTube video and those pools and those geysers that most people don't know exist on a trip to Yellowstone National Park. But there's snippets of that in that YouTube video for you guys so and then we get to the old faithful area and i kind of gloss over the geysers going off so you guys can actually see these snippets of these videos of these geysers going off old faithful beehive grand the largest geyser on earth castle riverside daisy all of that stuff we got little snippets of those videos in there for you guys you guys gonna kind of get a taste of what you guys are gonna see but you guys got got to know how to work the geyser basin you got to know where to park how to get the predicted times which geyser your priority, how soon you need to be sitting at, if it's supposed to go off at noon, when you need to be there, depending upon what geyser it is and all that stuff, and how to, to know when some of the geysers that aren't predictable are going to erupt like Beehive. And then we also cover Lone Star, which is a couple miles up the road and everything else. So, And you guys will see quick videos of all those geysers for you guys in that one YouTube video. So... But, of course, there's no information about how to do all that, how to pull all that off and do all that successfully in one day and see all those geysers go off. All that information's in the guidebook for you guys. It just gives you guys a taste of what you guys are going to see when you guys go to the Old Faithful Geyser Basin. So, All right, so the next thing we want to go over is the North and South Loop, and then we'll finish off everything with the Grand Tetons and Jackson Hole. And I'll com probably combine the North and South Loop gloss overs of the YouTube videos here in this podcast to kind of keep everything short and sweet. And so let's talk about that next, the North Loop and the South Loop, and then uh, how my cousin Freddie helped me with the North Loop video. So I'm going to apologize in advance for that one. So, all right, so let's get started with those two things, the North Loop, South Loop, 
that are now both available on our public YouTube page for you guys. exactly like that so all right so let's discuss the north loop first and there's a chapter in the guidebook called north loop bears and wolves and so and remember we have that annual competition for anybody that sees the most bears and publishes pictures of those on our explore yellowstone like a local facebook group you guys will win a bunch of free swag and we actually have a video that we shot of that guy and his wife and he's sitting there wearing all our t-shirts and hats that we sent him for free because he saw 12 bears by noon and the way all this got started was in the spring of 2023 Lisa and I were in the park just driving around doing the stuff that I've got in the guidebook for you guys and we were hunting some bears and uh, we saw eight bears in about 30 minutes. It was just incredible. Just one, we can even get up to speed and then we see another bear in the spots that I've got you guys going in the guidebook. And so we got back to the cabin and I go, hey, we ought to do a fun thing on your Explore Yellowstone like a Facebook group. Put something on there that the person that sees the most bears gets some free t-shirts and caps and stuff. She goes, all right. So she threw it out there. Well, lo and behold, one of the, you guys sees 10 bears about two weeks later. It's like, wow, man, that is a lot of bears, man. I've been in Yellowstone Park thousands of times, and I'm thinking 10 bears might be the most bears I've ever seen in my entire life. And then about two weeks after that, we have this guy see 12 bears before noon just by following the tips in the guidebook. And he'd been Yellowstone Park a number of times. And he said he'd only seen one or two bears in his whole life, but he just read the guidebook and that in this North Loop chapter that we're talking about. He followed all the tips and instructions, and that guy saw 12 bears before lunch, and that was the winner. So that's pretty cool. So it's just fun stuff like that for you guys. You guys get a free T-shirt and a hat for everybody in your family. So it's kind of cool. So, But, yeah, there are tons of bears and wolves in Yellowstone Park, and the guidebook tells you all the places where you're going to find them and how to find them. So that's how that all works. And then there's some rather really cool things in that North Loop chapter. I'll tell you where you guys can go get a hamburger at this place that inspired Jimmy Buffett to write the song Cheeseburger in Paradise. That's in there. Uh, we get you guys to the best of the best of Mammoth Hot Springs on that North Loop and then uh, get you to the largest petrified forest on Earth, which just so happens to sit in Yellowstone Park. There's a great picture of Lisa and I up on this hill look around this giant huge old petrified tree looking down on the Lamar Valley which is the most beautiful drive in Yellowstone Park and I explained to you the glaciers that went through there and we guys get you to a spot where you can look at seashells and fossilized fish in an area that used to sit on the bottom of the ocean and so and in that YouTube video, all that stuff's shown to you. But the main thing that everybody wants to do when they come to Yellowstone Park is see bears and wolves. And But a lot of people get shut out doing that, especially that come later in the season in July and August when it's hot because the bears have a tendency to hide in the trees to stay cool and the grizzlies kind of migrate east to get in the high country where they eat this big white moth and that's how they kind of get their, their nutrients and stuff off this big white moth that lives in that high country on the east side of the park over there. But for those of you that do get shut out, again, my cousin Freddie, we discussed him earlier, has come out of hiding, so to speak. And uh, he comes in there and tells you guys, for those of you that get shut out finding a bear and everybody's mad at you in the car and your little daughter's crying in the back seat, your son won't talk to you and your wife's all pissed off at you. 
I allowed Freddie to come on and explain to you guys a really cool place that's in the guidebook where you guys can see grizzly bears and wolves and all that stuff up close and personal. And Dad can win that Dad of the Year award yet again. So, And our new YouTube video, The North Loop, shows you guys all this stuff. All right, so let's cover the South Loop next. And the North Loop chapter kind of ends over at the Canyon area. And that's where the South Loop chapter in the guidebook kind of begins. And so the highlights in the South Loop chapter in the guidebook starts off at the Canyon Waterfalls. And you will see the glorious Grand Canyon of the Yellowstone and understand why Yellowstone Park bears the name that it does. And then we show you guys some great videos of all the platforms and everything else. And then we also explain to you how you stay in front of all the crowds that inundate the canyon area every day. The canyon area is the second most popular spot in all of Yellowstone Park behind the Old Faithful Geyser Basin. And literally 25 or 30,000 people a day get to that canyon area. But it's kind of like at the start of this podcast, I explained to you guys how that guidebook keeps you out in front of everybody. And we stay about 15 or 20 minutes ahead of of all the tour buses, the guides that bring their huge guide groups into the into the canyon area, and we stay out in front of everybody through the canyon area by visiting the sp right spots first, and then second, and then third, and then fourth. And then also in the guidebook, I tell you guys some really great stories about the Moran Bench, Thomas Moran, where he actually painted his fa famous painting from, and then we get you guys down to the brink of the Lower Falls, which is my second most favorite spot in all of Yellowstone park and you guys will get to see quick snippet videos of all those on that youtube page and then we get to the the largest free roaming bison herd on earth in the hayden valley and in the guidebook i tell you guys the real sad story about what happened to all the bison how 38 million got hunted down to less than 100 animals it's just a unbelievably sad story and you guys got to remember the bison is a american he is the he is the only animal found only in america that is the american bison and we were stupid enough to slaughter 38 million down to less than 100 animals. But but I discussed in the guidebook with you guys the Yellowstone bison versus the Dakota buffalo and the difference in those two animals and how you can tell them apart. And then I tell you guys, it's some really, really interesting stories about the American bison to you guys. So And then uh, we hit the mud volcano area and Dragon's Mouth Cauldron and how you guys can scare the kids and all that stuff and how you work that little area right there and then get you guys to the best lunch in Yellowstone Park with great views across Yellowstone Lake and how you guys can sit there and, and get a cocktail for lunch and be serenaded by a guy on a giant white Steinway piano. And yeah, it's really cool. There's some really cool stuff in that guidebook. And you guys can remember just stuff that I've done, but we throw quick snippet videos in and pictures for you guys of this South Loop area. And then we swing by Yellowstone Lake and see the remnants of the most recent Yellowstone eruption of the volcano right there and the uh, lava flow that ensued thereafter and then great views across the lake to the Grand Tetons and then we finish off with a stop at uh, the only lake in North America that flows into both the Atlantic and the Pacific in this beautiful little lily pad covered lake that used to be one of my mom's favorite things in Yellowstone. And that new YouTube video for each one of those, the North Loop and the South Loop, we give you snippet videos and pictures of everything we kind of just talked about in this podcast. They're shown to you guys in that new YouTube video for each one of those. So you guys can see what the guidebook provides for you guys so you guys can self-guide yourself through Yellowstone Park easily and enjoyably. And the example we used was in the canyon area, you guys are going to be staying about 15 or 20 minutes out in front of the 25 or 30,000 other tourists that are going to be right on your ass. And all that information to do that is in the guidebook for you guys. So, And so that kind of covers the North Loop and the South Loop real quick. So let's kind of cover the last thing in this 
video podcast, YouTube video podcast for you guys. And that's going to be the Grand Tetons and then Jackson Hole. And then that too is just one chapter in the guidebook for you guys. And we're going to kind of gloss over what is in that video for you guys that you guys can now watch on that public YouTube page. And we're going to spice up our music selections a little bit. But again, this is something that is very obscure and very few people have ever heard. But it's really, really hip. Snow is falling all around. Seven o'clock and the roads are blocked. So I walk downtown. There's no one You look at me, girl, as if I was some kind of a A total Now we're talking out there, boys and girls. <laughs> I think that that little competition still stands. If anybody can tell me who that is, I'll throw you a free T-shirt for sure. So, man, I'll tell you what, I've heard that song in a long time. So, All right, so let's talk about the Grand Tetons and Jackson Hole. And remember, the podcast would start at the West Thumb Geyser Basin and go south to the south entrance, south entrance down into the Grand Tetons. And so what we're going to talk about in that new YouTube video of all this starts right there at West Thumb and kind of goes south. But again, it's a gloss over. So this is going to be a quick gloss over of the gloss over YouTube video. So once you guys hit that West Thumb Geyser Basin, there is not a lot to see. I kind of discuss... Heart Lake and how we've got a couple of good hikes down there and the geyser basins you guys can go see down there. And I kind of tell you some family history back there. God, my dad used to drive my mom's Cadillac Eldorado down there with a boat motor in the trunk, pulling a little boat down there and park it down there on the shores of Heart Lake and then launch a boat out there and go driving around on Heart Lake and go fishing all day and then drive out. Trust me, those days are long gone on Heart Lake, but uh, that just gives you an idea of how long my family's been going up there when you could actually drive a car down to Heart Lake. But yeah, you can't do that anymore. I promise you're going to get thrown in the hooskow. But we got to talk about that, talk about Lewis Lake and going up the Lewis Lake Channel up into Shoshone and visiting the Shoshone Geyser Basin all along kayaks and all that. That's one of the coolest things I've ever done in my whole life in Yellowstone Park. It's really, really hip deal. And then we kind of swing on down through there and I kind of describe how you guys in the guidebook you guys are driving down the last part of the old Yellowstone volcano that didn't get blown up in the last eruption 640,000 years ago. It's kind of this never-ending same grade, and you guys got to think about like Mount Fuji, and we'll kind of chunk a picture up there of like Mount Fuji, so you guys can see it going down through there, that same grade slope. You guys are driving down on your way down to Jackson Lake and all that stuff, and then in the guidebook, we get you to some great viewpoints of the Tetons and Jackson Lake, and then we talk about Jackson Lake Lodge and the history of Jackson Lake Lodge and everything else, and everybody wonders, why is Teddy sending us to a hotel? Well... Wait till you guys see the video for Jackson Lake Lodge. You guys are just going to crap. We get you guys to this really famous picture spot that looks out over the slow-moving Snake River. And once I got you guys get to that spot where I tell you to in the guidebook, you're going to go, man, wow, I've been here before. I've seen this before. And it's get this weird sense of deja vu because you have seen that spot in dozens of publications for the last 30 or 40 years about the Grand Tetons, but I get you to that great picture spot in the guidebook. And then we go to the best stops in the Tetons, the Cathedral Group, and all that stuff. And I tell you guys where to park to see Jenny Lake. 
because you never want to use the Jenny Lake Overlook where everybody else parks and all the tour buses park because you can't get down to the water and you're sharing that spot with dozens if not a hundred people. But I tell you place where you can get down to the shores of Jenny Lake and have a great parking spot to access all Jenny Lake has to offer, including the ferry boat and the dock area and all that stuff. And you guys can take a ferry boat across there and explain everything to go up to Cascade Canyon. We're going to show some really good pictures and videos of getting to Inspiration Point and then into Cascade Canyon, where you guys can see the Tetons just shooting over your shoulders. And, and then we get you guys to the best of the best hikes in the Grand Tetons down there. And then we also discuss hikes that are totally suitable for the smallest hiker in your group. Group. And we show those trails to you guys, just snippets of those trails in this new YouTube video for you guys that we're putting out on the Grand Tetons in Jackson Hole. And so you guys kind of get a good feel for this thing of what that guidebook's going to do for you guys by watching this YouTube video and be able to see just real quick snippets of how cool that guidebook gets you to the spots that are the best of the best spots in the Grand Tetons. And I tell you which hikes are you should avoid if you're not hiking with 500 or 1,000 other people with you know, people listen to rap music out loud on their phones or music like I just played for you guys a second ago. <laughs> yeah, isn't that great? And then, uh, but yeah, we get you to the best of the Tetons. And then in that video, I discuss how, you know, the Tetons are just simply a day on your Yellowstone Park vacation. You know, it takes one day to see the geysers go off, one day to see bears and wolves, one day to do the South Loop, and then one day to see the Tetons. It's simply a day-long adventure in your guidebook, and it's simply a chapter in the guidebook for you guys. And I tell you everything you need to know in that one chapter, the Grand Tetons and Jackson Hole, about everything you need to pull off a great day visiting the Grand Tetons and get you to the best of the best of the best of the Tetons that you can easily see in one day. And then we get down to Jackson Hole. And when we get down to Jackson Hole, I tell you everything you need to do to go see that. We discuss the Million Dollar Cowboy Bar. I tell you guys the, the best restaurants where you guys can you know try to stretch your dining dollar because Jackson Hole is very expensive town. It makes West Yellowstone look inexpensive. Jackson Hole is one of the most expensive cities in North America. It is very, very expensive. But also in the guidebook, not in the video, I discuss if you guys really, really, really want to spend the night in Jackson Hole. Like The only reason I would ever spend the night in Jackson Hole is if Lisa and I were going to play golf at one of the golf courses I recommend that you guys visit while you're down in Jackson Hole. And then do multiple hikes that I recommend you guys do in the guidebook or do one big hike like say to Lake Solitude or something which takes all day and you guys would do that your second day. That is the only reason you guys would ever want to spend the night in Jackson Hole because it is way, way too far south to base out of for your Yellowstone Park vacation. It literally takes three to four hours each way to get from Jackson Hole up to the Old Faithful or the Canyon area and who wants to spend six to eight hours in their car needless and I promise you the people that buy my guidebook are never ever ever going to do that so but you guys everything you guys need to know about Jackson Hole and the Grand Tetons is in the guidebook and you guys can kind of get a glimpse in that new YouTube video of the Grand Tetons and Jackson Hole and so you guys can kind of get a feel for it and then I also discuss in that video different ways to get back to West Yellowstone you can go over Teton Pass and swing up on the west side of the Grand Tetons which is rarely seen but it's a beautiful drive through these fields of barley and hops and all that kind of stuff. It's a gorgeous drive with the Tetons right there behind you, and it's hardly ever used. There's hardly ever any traffic on it, and uh, but that's how we get back to West Yellowstone on the way back, and it's a guaranteed two hours or less versus going through the park. It's no telling how long it's going to take you. And if you guys aren't in any hurry and you want to do a really cool drive, I tell you guys how to take the road that swings along the north side of the Grand Tetons and along the south side of Yellowstone Park to get back to Ashton and then on up to West Yellowstone. And you talk about a road that 99.99% of the people don't even know exists that visit Yellowstone Park, but I do. And I tell you guys all about it in the guidebook, how beautiful it is, especially in the fall when the Aspens are turning. That is a spectacular drive. And that drive also gets you to some great hikes. It gets you to some fantastic hikes that I've got listed in the guidebook, including the cover shot for the guide 
Handbook, which is Union Falls, which is the tallest double falls on Earth, and Lisa's standing down there right at the base of Union Falls with a big rainbow shooting off her head. And you access Union Falls off of that road, and I tell you which trailhead you guys need to use to easily access Union Falls, and you guys can do that on the way back from Jackson Hole to West Yellowstone. And that's a, a short, easy day hike for you guys. It's really, really cool. So yeah, there's some fantastic hikes down along that road right through there. And you can see videos of all this on that YouTube video. You guys can even visit Mesa Falls on the way back. Mesa Falls is takes about an extra 20 minutes out of your day to swing by Mesa Falls. And Mesa Falls is beautiful. We've shot a YouTube video on that for you guys as well. So you guys can see Mesa Falls and we will throw that in that quick YouTube video for you guys, Grand Tetons and Jackson Hole. So, and that's about it. We have kind of glossed over the new YouTube videos that kind of cover the chapters in the guidebook, the North Loop, the South Loop, the Old Faithful Area, and the Geyser Basins, and then the Grand Tetons and Jackson Hole. And we also threw in some quick information about the Valentine's video that my cousin Freddie helped me with, the monthly drawing and all that stuff. And then, of course, the last one is the big one, the Introduction to Explore Yellowstone Like a Local YouTube video. For those of you that are thinking about buying a guidebook for your Yellowstone Park vacation, you now can not only listen to that podcast, which is much more in-depth than that video will be, but if you want to look at that video, you can watch the Introduction to Explore Yellowstone Like a Local YouTube video and kind of see that and as me talking with a big map of Yellowstone Park behind me and see all those snippets of the pictures and videos for you guys and then make a decision if you want to purchase the top-rated guidebook for Yellowstone Park for your family's Yellowstone Park vacation. So, all right, so that's about it. Let's close this podcast down. And uh, let's see if we can throw one more crazy, obscure song on there that I bet nobody out there can tell me what it is. But if you do, I will send you a free Explore Yellowstone like a local t-shirt. So let's see if you guys can name this tune. Yeah, I didn't think so. <laughs> so. All right, you guys have a great trip to Yellowstone and Grand Teton National Parks. And remember to get your guidebook, simply go to our website, exploreyellowstonelikealocal.com, where you can get an electronic copy for only 12 bucks or a paperback copy for 25 bucks. And like I mentioned earlier, I write a personal note to everybody that buys a paperback copy and throw in a cool Yellowstone Park sticker as well. But remember, we only print off a thousand paperback copies every year to do our part to help save the environment. You are visiting the most famous national park in the world, albeit, and we just try to do our part. So if you guys want a paperback copy, be sure and get it ordered. So you guys have a great time and we will see you in the park. We practice what we preach, and so we will see you guys in there. Do some cool hikes and go messing around. All right, you guys have a great time. Thanks for making it to the end of this and all the other podcasts, and you guys enjoy those new YouTube videos. I think you guys will really, really like them. So, all right, talk to you guys later. Bye-bye.